Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. This is Talking Metal Live. And if you're not listening to it live, you must be listening to it in podcast form. We conveniently packaged it, put it on the internet, and you downloaded it. You dirty little bastard. Now, your <laughs> hosts, Mark Striegel and John Astronomy. Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing great, Mark. We uh, we have... Uh, that's Bud Friendly, by the way. Yeah, Bud Friendly. Yeah. In the Flesh, Chapter 2. If you weren't here for Talking Rock, you weren't here. You, you, you missed some... You missed some, a great uh, interview. Yeah, with, definitely. Uh, and if you don't subscribe to Talking Rock, go to uh, iTunes right. uh, and search Talking Rock or right. uh, go directly to our Talking Rock page. Yeah, right? which is called TalkingRockPodcast.com. Yes. Talking Rock uh, was unavailable because, believe it or not, is the name of a city. Right. It's somewhere in the United States. Talking Rock. Yeah. How about that if that's where you're from? Talking Rock. You Talking know. Rock, Georgia, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I forget so. where it is. Yeah, but. I think so. Anyways, the big news today guys uh, of course is uh, Judas Priest announcing their farewell retirement tour. yeah their farewell, farewell tour, tour and their retirement um makes me sad a little yeah. bit you know i i grew up listening to uh priest dio maiden uh ozzy and and now two of those bands that right, i was really right. into in the 80s are are going to be uh, gone so many of the uh the you know, idols and heroes we had, uh, we're, we're seeing either die off or simply retire. Right. And now, do you think that they're going to, you know, I, I, if Kiss did a farewell tour, and of course they're back. Um, but what about Priest? I don't think they'll do that. Right. I, I really don't. I don't think they, I, I think, I think, you know, let's face it, Ozzy and Kiss did farewell tours when they were still like, what, in their late forties, early fifties. Right, you know, right. The, the Priest, Priests are older than Maiden. You have to remember right. that when, like, when when Maiden came out, they were the new young kids on the block, right, and, and right. Priest uh, initially like were very some. threatened by Maiden. Wow. You know, um, and uh, I would say they're they're definitely sixty somethings. Right. Yeah. So for them to go away for a couple of years, I don't think they're going to do like the seventy year old so. Judas Priest yeah, tour. I don't yeah. think so. I think what you'll see probably is Halford, Halford go out right. to continue to tour on his own um, when he's you know. <laughs> You know, it's it's like it's like the Brett Michaels thing. Who uh, you know, he he performs on his own. He probably makes more money, even though he can play bigger venues with Poison. He probably makes more money playing on his own as a solo artist. Yeah, right? and and I don't know, Nostradamus. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, a couple of good songs, right, but yeah. I mean, in retrospect, I actually listened to a little bit of it today and right. and thought it really was a little bit, you know, a little bit of overkill. That's just my personal right. opinion. Um, Remember, you know, what was weird is that Priest came out and, you know, of course, you know how much we love Judas Priest and, and Rob and how cool he's been to talking metal. But, you know. It, what was what I thought was a little odd is that they they did the Nostradamus tour, but then sort of like it seemed to me it was a little short, and then they came out with that tour where they were redoing old stuff. The right. what was that British still? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, there was what oh, tour did we saw? We saw with them we with saw Heaven Nostradamus. and Hell. That was the first leg of Nostradamus when they right. were with Heaven and Hell. I yeah. guess yeah. Uh, and then there was talk that they were going to come back, I remember, and play the whole Nostradamus album in its entirety. Yeah. I don't think they ever did that. Right. But. I, I kind of, I mean, what I, the point I was making is that it seems like they kind of weren't even into Nostradamus as much. Like, they did a little stuff for that, but then, you know, kind of just shot right into that British Steel tour. Right. Well, so who knows? But. Yeah, I, I think as, 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 as much as it makes me feel old and, and kind of makes me a little sad, yeah. I think it's probably the right decision in a business sense for Judas Priest right. to retire. Hopefully they're going to, you I know. I think they'll go, go out, out on top of this, right. this final tour. Jay Bones agrees. Yes. Uh, Jay, you just look at you, Every time I look at you, there's just something There's something yeah. different. Jay <laughs> shaved his beard. Yeah, guys, there's probably some pictures of Jay Bones, I think, with Ace on the Talking Metal website. And, and a lot of people used to mistake Jay for Rob Zombie. And then just now when Jay walked in earlier today, uh, I was like, okay, this, who's this guy that looks like Jay Bones, but different? You know? but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, who the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I think this could be a good thing for our, our friend Metal Mike, who, yeah, you know, no, it's great. You know, hopefully he'll uh, be able to milk a few more uh, albums out of uh, Halford there. Yeah. Good, good for Metal Mike, uh, you know, that he just played the Garden the other day with Ozzy, yeah. and then they played the Meadowlands, the IZOD Center. And, sure. You know, Metal Mike being a Jersey guy, you know, I'm sure his whole family was, you know, so proud. But he didn't he play the Garden, you know, with Sebastian Bach. He did. For we, guns. Saw him, we saw him. We saw him play there with uh, with guns. Guns, yeah. Uh, and then we Sebastian saw him play Bach at and, the Meadowlands too. Yeah, and uh, Guns and Roses touring uh, Australia, and New Zealand, some controversy Scandal, over right. there. They were playing too loud uh, listen, outdoors or something. Yeah. Well, they were saying Axel was lip syncing. I, oh. I guarantee <laughs> he was not lip syncing. Right. Right. You know. Um, there's just no way. Uh, I I I think the they had these monitors. Up. I didn't even hear about this. Yeah, and there was a delay between the local news in New Zealand oh, played right. the the uh, the clip, and right. it looked like he would sing, and then he pulled the mic away, and the voice was still going. Right. But it was un, it was just it was simply the, yeah. the monitors and the the audio were right. Not there's no sync. way Axl Rose would lip sync. No, no. Yeah, ever. No. Uh, the technology in New Zealand is subpar. Yes, right. they're, they're the practically is different. It's like yeah. backwards or compared to yeah. uh, <laughs> Australians. <laughs> Bunch of freaking yeah. And if it's if it's too loud, no, I, no, no we have a lot of actually have a lot of listeners. I almost said no, I'm kidding. About yeah. No, no, I, I'm just joking. But Bunch no. of hobbits over there. <laughs> We love. Don't alienate our New Zealand audience. We love audience, New Mark. Zealand we, and we love Australia and Velvet uh, Roses. I think is from. Oh New Zealand, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And her, her Velvet clients, Rose so and her group of friends who did those her. great talking metal drawings. Uh, Velvet Roses is very cool. Yeah. Anyways, um, I wanted to mention that the last time we did a live show, this is live uh, for the people who are listening live and not live for the people who are listening podcast form. But the last time we did a live show, it was our big five year anniversary, and, right. and I, I thought it was. Great. A perfect show. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was lost 
in time, uh, right. like tears and rain. You know, um, it was but, lost in a computer somewhere. Yeah, and and it, it something happened. In any ways, we were never able to podcast it, right. which was a little bit of a bummer because we did a lot of cool things. We, we went back and played the first episode yeah. ever. Yeah, which was funny. And uh, for those of you who missed it, it went a little something like this. Hi, John. Hi, Mark. It's been five years. Let's talk some metal. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, like in that, addition yeah. to all the old stuff we listened to and kind of made fun of ourselves, we had Frankie Benali from Quiet Riot on, and it was a really great interview. And then we had uh, my friend Todd Youth, who uh, plays uh, with Jesse Mallon now, and he uh, was, of course, with Ace Frehley. It still is with Ace Frehley. And... Uh, Played with a million other cool bands like Motorhead and right. a bunch of people. Yeah, well, so believe me, I've, I've lost more than three hours of my yeah. life, so let's, three, let's, oh, let's get over it. Guess what I yeah. lost. Uh, I'm going to tell, you know, the Talking Metal listeners always like to hear my, well, maybe they don't, but I pretend that they like to hear my stories. I got two for you. Okay, go okay. for it. Um, I'm walking down the street the other day, and I fell up a flight of steps and somehow wound up losing 300 bucks. Oh, no. Yeah, fell like, up? Yeah, I tripped going up steps, and I don't know if the money uh, fell out when I fell up a flight of steps or, like, in transit or wherever I was, money just was flying out of my pocket. So. It's a they found, pocket of anti-gravity yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They found $22 on the New York Waterway ferry, and uh, it probably wasn't even mine, but because I claimed I lost money, they gave it to me. Nice. Yeah. So that's one story. Losing three hundred bucks, um, recovered twenty two. Other story, of other, somebody else's. Yeah, 22. somebody else's twenty two. Recovering other people's lost items <laughs> to make up for your own right ill footing. <laughs> so then, check this out. I'm in uh, a bar, uh, of course, and. Um, I'm not going to name it because I don't want to get them in trouble because I've got a lot of good friends who work there. But um, at the time, when you hear the story, you'll know why I wasn't too happy. Uh, the girl sitting next to me said she lost her hair scrunchie. I don't even know. It, some little things she, you know, like to hold a ponytail together. And some of these do occasionally feel velvety. So I bent down, uh, trying to be the Good Samaritan, and pick it up for her. And instead of picking up the scrunchie, I uh, said, here's your scrunchie. And I didn't look. And I had a dead mouse in my hand. Yeah. That was last Tuesday. And uh, <laughs> I freaked out. And uh, not because, you know, I'm afraid of mice, but I thought I was going to have to get rabies shots. And, of course, oh, who man. do I call? I called my parents and I called Ace. Like, uh, Ace is like, like you know. Ace probably does have a few extra ra uh, rabies syringes <laughs> <Yeah>. lying around. <laughs> so, so I was like, Travel Ace. with those. And the reason I had called him was uh, because I was supposed to do something for him that night, like, you know, on the computer. And I thought that, uh, you know, I was going to be tied up because, you know, I was going to have to go to the hospital and stuff. And I wanted to report that I wasn't going to be able to do his work. But uh, I just put my hand in peroxide for like 20 minutes and uh, I guess I'm not dead yet. So, wow. Isn't that nuts? That is pretty crazy. crazy. That is crazy. Definitely. Uh, I don't know if anybody caught my uh, Blade Runner reference. Tears lost in, in, the, yeah. Yeah, uh, lost in rain. But uh, I wanted to mention... Uh, Get this. You know that little, uh, I guess you don't call them midgets anymore. That's not the right <laughs> That's uh, not terminology. PC. Little people. I don't even but know. But what, what do you call the midgets? I nowadays. refer to myself as a little person. A, a little person. Okay. <laughs> yes, but I'm comfortable with whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know the little person from uh, Blade Runner? Mm, I, I, you're like, I know you love that movie and I think it's great. Rutger Hauer, like, he's like, great. Like I don't, times. I don't know if I know that. Yeah. Person, the, but... the little guy, you, you, you know, he was in uh, Sebastian's, uh, um, you know, 
apartment factory there when they they showed mm. up when the replicants showed up. You know what? I'm not sure. Well, I'm that, that guy, little that guy, guy, yeah, that guy uh, from Blade Runner, who is good friends with Harrison Ford, was the same midget on the Diary of a Madman tour that Ozzy used to hang oh, above the guy. drum set wow. every night. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, so so it's just such a small world, and everything comes back to Ozzy. It's uh, it's, yes. it's quite crazy. Um, <laughs> and uh, at one point, Ozzy uh, on the Diary of the Madman tour had to travel coach he had to fly in a plane and he traveled coach and and he was with jack his name was the the midget or uh, ak whatever person yeah. yeah and um and there Smaller was harrison person. ford in, in first class who brought jack up to to drink champagne with him uh did he ozzy bring, had he to stay back ozzy? And, no Uh-oh. ozzy had to stay back and coach uh wow so interesting interest, in, this is all according to rudy sarzo um, that is a fascinating great story. Yeah, great stuff. And I also <laughs> found it interesting, get this, that Randy Rhodes uh, had, a, you know how Ozzy did the live Sabbath record, like where he did, he covered all Sabbath right, songs. Right, right. Speak of the Devil? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Randy had actually, he didn't want to initially do that, but he had agreed to do a live record that was going to be all Sabbath. And wow. that was partly to stick it to Iomi and Geezer, who were doing Live Evil at the time. Which wow, were, right, yeah, right. You know, Ozzy felt like, Ozzy and his management felt like, well, if they can cover the songs, so can I. Right. And uh, it was also speculated by Rudy Sarzo in his book, Off the Rails, um, that, uh, that, there was some copyright thing that was happening and that they were going to be able to, Ozzy personally was going to be able to make a lot of money by re-releasing these Sabbath songs. Now, but didn't Brad Gillis play on that? He did because that's, because Rhodes, Rhodes died. Away, right. Yeah. And Rhodes had told Ozzy, I'm quitting the band and then had eventually come back and said, all right, I'll do the Sabbath live record, AKA speak of the devil. And also ha- said he would do one more studio record with Ozzy. And then he was going to quit. Wow. And I didn't know. Yeah. That. That, that's all according to Rudy Sarzo. So uh, now, but then what about that tribute album? That, no, that was live stuff. That, that was, that was a mix of a few different live shows. Um, most of which came from the Rudy Sarzo uh, touring days. Now you got to remember, even though Rudy Sarzo's picture was initially on Diary, he did not play on that. Right record. now, that was still Bob Daisley. Yeah, um, he so so that concert I believe was a Cleveland concert mixed with a Toronto concert, uh, and then there was some other like I think Goodbye to Romance was actually with Bob Daisley and. Uh, Lee on drums uh, right, Lee from Kersley, like a Euro- right. yeah from a European concert. So that was at least three concerts I think mixed together for the tribute record. Wow. Um, and I always wanted to know did Roz did Ozzy re-record his vocals for that because they sound really good and they also sound doubled. Well, like they maybe he did. Um, what about uh, that guy Bernie Torme? And didn't he play a few shows with Ozzy? Yeah, that was before. Brad that Gillis, was before Rhodes. Oh no, that was before, in between Rhodes and. Gillis, right? right. Yes. Now, yes. who is he from? I forgot. Where, where did he come from? I don't know. Anybody know that? Anybody know that? By the way, we have Marty here from Marty's the Dirty still Pearls. Marty's out, yeah. which is totally cool. Yeah. And Jay Bones is hanging out. Yeah. Along with Bud Fred uh, and Jody, the engineer. Yeah, go, go ahead. Grab the mic. 
I heard that Bernie Torme, when he was on stage with Ozzy, um, from like 20,000 people, and he said to Ozzy, I don't know if I can handle this. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Ozzy said That's... that in an interview that I read uh, when I was at... Oh, Victor Victor uh, Ruiz, a.k.a. Marzari, right. checking in the chat room. This guy knows everything, by the way. Ian Gillen. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's right. Ian Gillen. Oh, yeah, Gillen. thank you. Yeah. Yeah, also... Um, thank you, Victor. Yannick Gares. Yannick, yeah. Wow. There, too. There cool. we go. Uh, Ian Gillen, Mark, uh, you know, kind of uh, still reminiscing. This is sort of like the extension of our five-year anniversary. That Ian Gillen interview that we did oh, via that phone, yeah, that was, that was like great. one of the best interviews, in my opinion, that we did. Like, I just, I mean, for me, as a fan of Ian Gillen, uh, that was a... I was very happy to interview yeah. him. Let's, let's relive that for a moment, if we may. Hi, Ian Gillen. This is John from Talking Metal. Yeah. How are you? Let's talk. Let's talk some metal. I don't know where my voice yeah. went. Something like that. Sorry. Actually, you know what was like wild? That. I was in L.A. when we did that. Oh, yeah. You were in New York. I was in yeah. New York. Yeah. Right. That, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you were in L.A. I was in New York. And, yeah. and so Ian Gillen was in New York. three-way phone patch, they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Did Gillen have any good dirt on uh, Richie Blackmore? No. No, I don't think didn't. we. Yeah, not really. Something went down there, man. Yeah, something really bad. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know. I, um, who knows? It, yeah. You know, speaking black of, magic, I, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of uh, you know Sabbath, you know, I think a lot of people forget about Born Again. Yeah, no, great record. Which is, and Ian Gillen is, I think, you know, Dio of course was amazing. Ozzy, you know, is the original, and but. Ian Gillen is like a world-class, top-notch singer, yeah. and I, I think- Jesus that, Christ Superstar. Yeah, yeah. you know, right. Deep Purple. I mean, just to have him in Sabbath, I think that was an appropriate, you know, replacement. Yeah, definitely. Well, I tell you what, well, let's get into a little Ian Gillen right now. This is him with Deep Purple, and we'll follow that up with the third Ozzy solo record, which sadly did not include Randy Rhodes. Uh, we'll do Perfect Strangers, followed by Rock and Roll Rebel, and then we'll I come back too. and we'll uh, talk some metal.
You're listening to Talking Metal Live. Or maybe you're not. You might be listening to it in podcast form. Either way, you're still listening, and you're alive. Mark? <laughs> All right. Thank you, so, Bud Friendly. Yeah, thank you, Bud Friendly. Um, Jay Bones, who just left the studio, mentioned that he always thought uh, Speak of the Devil, as it was called here in the right. States, um, the Aussie Live record, was just to get out of a, a contract. Oh, okay. And that is a rumor that, that, or maybe something that even came out of the Aussie camp. But again, according to Rudy Sarzo in his book, Off the Rails, that was not the case. Wow. Now, Kevin Dubrow, before he died, uh, had big problems with Rudy's book. And I am not sure what the Aussie camp thinks of that book. Have you heard, have you heard anything? No, huh? yeah. I I suspect they don't endorse it. But right. That's just, although he says a lot of great stuff about Ozzy. He right. also says that Sharon tried to kill herself twice during oh, the geez. tour and uh, <clears throat> other various things. But enough, enough, enough with that talk. We have one of the. Uh, by the way, Hugo from Tantric. Uh, any of his fans that are listening, you can now log off. Yeah, uh, he he's is. he's not calling in. He's got the stomach flu and uh, or possibly food poisoning. Right. And either way, he's currently shitting water out of his ass. Yeah, he's got it flying out of both ends. And uh, that's it. So, well, uh, I'm sure we'll have Hugo on again. and uh, As just, a fill-in, how about Dan from Chicago? Yes, Dan yeah. from Chicago. Let's see if we can get him patched through. Hopefully he's, he doesn't have diarrhea, too. <laughs> Dan. What's up? No, I don't have diarrhea. I'm good. Very good. You've been on hold Very about good. 20 minutes, so thank All you right. for your patience. How are you? Good. How are you? It's been a while. I know, Darren. What's going on what's, out what's in happening? Chicago, Illinois? It is freezing as hell right now. Wow. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's really cold. It's like 19. Jeez. snow on the ground. It sucks. Wow. Getting ready for holidays? Uh, no, I'm not ready. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I am, but I I can't believe it's coming up so quickly. What, what, what's, what's wrong? Uh, what's wrong? The, Polish? What's, what, what, what is yeah. that last name? Yeah, half, I'm half Polish and Italian. Okay, hey, that's what I am, too. So Christmas is your holiday. I was going to ask you Hanukkah or Christmas. And yep, Christmas. Christmas, very good. Hey, Polish-Italian, just like me. Yep. What's wrong? You just don't like Christmas that much? What, what's up? You just no, don't I'm like fine. Christmas that much? No, I'm, I'm kind of Satanic, right? Kind of bummed, no, kind of bummed out. Uh, you know, I got, got laid off in my job this, uh, last oh, week. Oh, sorry to hear uh, that. Oh, man. man. Sorry, yeah, everybody's, uh, you know, getting laid off. Eight people got let go, so it's all good, though. Uh, Dan, Where did you work? Uh, at, a, at a factory. Uh, at a factory. Well, Dan, you will definitely bounce back, and uh, if it's any consolation, I mean, it, it, I, everybody, everybody's yeah. jobs are, are rough right now, yep. you know? Yep, yep. So, so what bands are you listening to right now? Uh, still Guns N' Roses. I uh, got into the Brett Michaels kick like everybody else did with this show. <laughs> cool. But I'm kind of mad that he turned country. I was kind of like, what the hell is going on? You know? I think he's on the Country Music Awards tonight. I know. Is he? Yeah. Ridiculous. Why did he switch over to country? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I have to tell you, I saw him in New Jersey about two weeks ago, and he was... There was no country in the set. It was really? pure rock set. Yeah, all the all the greatest Poison songs. You know, I think it's kind of like Kid Rock. Like you know, Kid Rock's you know he's done hip hop, done metal, and now he you know country people like him. I, I think Brett is you know I don't think he's gonna quit rock or anything, but I think he's just kind of dabbling in a bunch of different styles right now. Really? You know. Right. All right. Well, I, I kind of got worried about that album when I was listening to it. I'm like, what the hell? Well, Dan, um, before we let you go, because uh, we have actually Eric from former White Wizard guitarist uh, trying to call in, I think, right yep. now. So um, l l let me ask you, what is your current uh, thoughts on Guns N' Roses? 
Um, well, I'm kind of freaked out by the fact that you were talking about how Axel was lip syncing. I really don't see that happening. I, I, I was saying he was not. I was saying oh, he was okay, not lip syncing. Good, good. That's ridiculous. I don't think you ever would. And I freaked out like a month ago when Duff McKagan went on stage with him. I screamed like a little chick when I heard about that. I thought definitely for sure that a reunion would be happening, but I don't think so. What do you think? Well, hey, you know what I just heard? I just heard that... Uh, Axel is suing uh, Activision right. or some video game company because he doesn't want Slash in right. in well, the Guitar Slash Hero was on the cover. He was on right. the cover of the of the Guitar Hero thing. Um, yeah, so whatever, man. It's like I, they eventually are going to have to do a reunion. Stop, stop, I mean, stop, you got to heat the pool. As yeah, Sean Penn told me I, when I asked him about uh, um some of his questionable movies, he looked at me and he said, you got to heat the pool. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> right, 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 yeah. You right. got to heat the pool. So, um, Duff uh, tried. you know, maybe that was Duff's way of trying. Duff, and that Duff will be suit. the bridge in between the two. And I, I suspect that, you know, hell will freeze over and, uh, you know, like it did with the Eagles and, right. And it will happen at some point. Well, what know? do you think though? Is it going to be Matt Sorum or is it going to be Steven Adler? Yeah, it better be Matt Sorum. It better be Matt. Uh, I don't know. I would think, uh, hmm. Because aren't I would Axel think, and Matt not too. No, I mean, Axel and Matt are great. They hung out in New York like three years right, ago. Right, yeah. Remember, yeah, Matt Storm told us that he was episode friendly 100. with Axel. That was episode one hundred when you guys. Right, right, oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah right. Good, good memory. You are good, Dan. <laughs> you got, you got your facts down, man. <laughs> what did you think of episode three hundred and twenty-one? Good, awesome. Cool. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know if I listened to that one. No, Who was on that one? I forget. I'm yeah, I forgot. Making it up. Uh, yeah. All right, man. Well, listen. Uh, stay warm out there. I know the weather's been bad, and the thing with your job. I'm sorry. So sorry to hear that. Yeah, uh, you're gonna bounce back, yeah. man. Oh yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Thank, yeah, it's uh, life goes in cycles, and uh, you know, keep keep rocking, and uh, we're gonna Absolutely. hopefully talk with you hey, soon. You know what? My, my my thoughts on that. You know, like I'm telling my family. I did not get fired. I did not do anything stupid to lose my job, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. believe me. It's like out, It's beyond your control. It's just right. like companies are running out of money. It's like, I mean, record companies are closing. I mean, everything's going down, and, yeah. uh, you know, so it's n not by any fault of yours. So. Right, absolutely. All right, man. All right, cool. All right, we got to clear the line because we're uh, waiting for Eric from uh, Overloaded to call in. Hey, thanks, Dan, and give uh, our best to your family. Thank you. Okay, take care. Okay, so I guess we'll just wait for Eric from Overloader to call. Yes, unless he also has a mysterious stomach flu. Coming up at 9 p.m., we there have... There was just somebody calling my cell phone from a 323 number. That's mm. L.A., right? Uh, I forget. Yeah, uh, that's probably him. I'm wondering why he couldn't get through. Mm. But uh, should we play a song and wait for him to uh, call in? Yeah, or? why don't we do that? And I just want to tell everybody, stay tuned, because at 9 p.m., Eddie Ojeda from Twisted Sister will be our guest. So... Stick around, guys. Yeah, you know what I wanted to do, actually? We, um, our friend Rune Vankatesh uh, did oh, some yeah. new intros right. for us, and I wanted to play great. some Let's of those. Let's just hear him. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting, because I, I reached out to, you remember that guy Donovan, who did some of our yeah, original- yeah. Um, which he did a great job, Donovan. Yeah, I reached out to him uh, to do some more, and uh, the email bounced back, oh, and I hope nothing happened to him. Then I Googled his- name and I couldn't come up with anything. Donovan was actually, he was blind. Yeah, which was amazing. And he was an audio wizard and he did all those original, um, like, like 10, 9. It was, yeah. Uh, and Bud Friendly, of course, uh, you know, was on those too. I'm a wizard. Yes. I was sleeping. Sorry. 
Somebody say something. We we said that we loved your work on all the uh, talking metal uh, intros, and oh, of course you, you you of course did more intros. Uh, on, yeah, I bet uh, you say that to anybody that says your vo- your name. Well, let's yeah, let's yeah. check out Bud Friendly and Rune Vankatesh working yes. the the new talking metal intro right fresh, here, fresh, fresh, right now. It's very fresh, right out of the oven. Check it out. Here it is. Right about now. Coming right up in about a second or two. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Or three. iTunes, man. Uh, He's still walking to the oven. Mark Striegel. John Astronomy. The Talking Metal Podcast. Coming to you from the Silver Spacecraft. I'm Bud Friendly. And now your hosts, Mark and John. It's maiden, by the way. Yeah, it's cool. Anyways, great stuff. Thank you, Arun. Uh, that yeah, is Arun, actually thank you, buddy. For the record, that is four different bands. That's Priest, Maiden, obviously, a uh, little King Diamond mixed oh, in there, and also that I, I believe that Dive Whammy Bar right. Dive is Motley Crue. Wow. Yeah. So uh, good stuff, and um, we look forward to hopefully some more intros from Arun. Uh, I wanted to also mention that Lon Friend checked in with uh, oh, Mark good. Striegel today. The new book is done. He's It's self-published. Wow. Uh, and uh, this may be an exclusive. Sweet Demotion, it's called. Not Demolition. I looked at it, I thought Sweet, Sweet de- Demotion. Yes. Sweet Demotion. How an almost famous journalist lost everything. Oh my sounds, god! Uh, sounds uh, like a, a real happy read. Oh my um, god! <laughs> I didn't know he lost everything. Yeah, yeah, you know uh, he he did. Was that he, about Larry King? Uh, almost, yeah. He was on top of the world, uh, Rip Magazine editor, right. and uh, you know running, hanging out with Axl Rose at his house, and uh, you know, next thing he knows, he's broke in Las Vegas, uh, writing for the local uh, music rag out there right he, wow. he really went from top to bottom uh hey well look at us yeah <laughs> <laughs> two years ago we're on top we're talking metal on tv and yeah. uh, now we're not but yeah. hey cool that's all right. Right. let's get let's uh let's talk to our friend eric uh maybe jake you could patch eric through that would be great eric hey for all you listeners this is eric from the great bands, uh, Overloaded and White Wizard, he's now not with either of those. Eric, what's up, man? What's going on, John? Good to hear from you. Great to hear from you, man. I had a great time when I hung out with you uh, and Mark in, in New York City, and I'm just bummed to hear that you're not with uh, White Wizard anymore. Yeah, I haven't been with them for over six months. That, yeah. that one tour was kind of our shining moment, and uh, I was really really happy to be a part of it i'll I'll remember that for the rest of my life well that's cool and hey uh mark here eric and and just for the record it seems like white wizard at least even before you were in it's just this revolving door of of musicians i mean it's like you're not the only one to have come and gone from that band uh what's up with that yeah there's been there's been eight guys that have been through the doors uh through the lineup over the last two years and the first lineup's in Holy Grail now, which is a killer band. Have you have you guys heard of them? I, I think you somebody sent me a link, and probably was you. And I, I did check them out, and it sounded great. Yeah, it's, it's one of the albums I picked up this year that's like worth picking up. And um, so they've they've gone on, and uh, White Wizards on their third point five lineup. <laughs> wow. And 
Yeah, it's it's just chemistry issues, um, and I think finally he's found some guys that that uh, can get along with him. So that's really all it comes down to. You know, there's been a lot of mud slinging going around, but when it at the end of the day, it was just none of us got along. So right. It was doomed, man, but it was cool while it lasted. Hey, well, yeah, that you one. were great with the band. I mean, musically, I mean, it was awesome. And, uh, you know, of course, you know Mark and I are fans of your stuff, no matter who you're playing with. So now that's the question. What are you doing right now? Yeah, right now um, I'm playing in one of my neighbor's bands. Then this and is an indie rock band you, you mentioned to me in an email? Yeah, yeah, it's an indie rock band. It's totally different from, from anything I've done before. It's really simplistic. It's kind of the Doors meets White Stripes meets uh, Interesting. Nirvana. Yeah, and it's been a lot of fun. It's like, you know, I really think you could, you know, our band could use an element um, of some lead guitar in there because it was, it was really just a pure rhythm-based band. And uh, I'm like, yeah, well, I'm not doing anything right now. <laughs> right. Cool. Well, so it's, it's great it's great to, you're jamming with people. And then you're also doing some teaching, too. Tell us about that. Yeah, I've been teaching over at Guitar Center Studios. And uh, what Guitar Center is doing, this is their, their prototype um lesson sensor and they're they have lessons there obviously uh keyboards guitars drums bass vocals and they also have state-of-the-art rehearsal facilities it's a pretty neat concept and it seems to have taken off i believe they're going to be launching more stores in california and eventually nationwide so that's been really cool and i'm all just started teaching um at a new music school in santa monica called the school of rock which has excellent uh, has places all across the country so yeah that's I, I really enjoy that's what i've been doing for 10 years that's how i pay my bills you know yeah i know Good. it's funny i know uh our friends uh bumblefoot and, and frank from from gnr the the current gnr they they do a lot of stuff with uh, school of rock and frank's daughter actually is uh even attends School of Rock in, in New Jersey. Oh, cool. and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it seems Paul like a Green great... School of Rock? Is that what that I one's called? I think so. Eric, yeah, is that right? Yeah, a documentary. There's a documentary that you get on Netflix, and I don't know if he's involved with them anymore, if he kind of sold it off. Oh, okay. And it, it's gone with a different company, uh, people of investors. But um, it's really performance-based, and they get some really talented kids, you know? It's kind of it's interesting. So and, what songs do you play with the kids? Like Hotel California, Rage Against the Machine, depends on their skill level. You know, like there's some, some real beginner stuff, like some Ramones um, for, for newbies. And then the songs get more complicated depending on the child's or the student's talent level. Very and cool. So that's what, what it's really all about is getting the kids on stage, getting the kids to have fun and perform, which really is, is what you want to do as a musician, you know, you know not just be a bedroom musician. Yeah, and how old do the kids need to be to participate in School of Rock? Seven. Seven, okay. Wow. Right, and then so. is there an age limit? I don't know. Um, all the students have been, I think my oldest student was like 15 so far, but it's just opened up. So I've only been working there less than a month at this point. Could it's we really enlist uh, astronomy in, in School yeah, of Rock? I, <laughs> I, I think that's where he's going yeah. with this. No. Can I be part of that? No. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, no, yeah, Eric, it's... It's a cool thing. What a what a cool concept. I think you know. It's I I love well, the movie. About it, what was it called? School of Rock. Yeah, right, with Jack yeah, Black. School of Rock. And uh, what's neat about it is uh, during the orientation meeting, I met all the other teachers, and all the teachers. I mean, you know, out here there's a billion trillion musicians, and they have a thousand applications, and all of the teachers have been in bands. They've they've gone on tour. Some of them have had you know record deals at one point or another. 
so it's a really cool cast of people teaching as well. So I'm really excited about it. Both places, like uh, Guitar Center Studios, one of the, the drummer Chet used to be in the Doobie Brothers. Oh, very uh, cool. That's some really cool. And, you know, there was a, a drum teacher there for a while, another drum teacher. He was in Power Man 5000. And then, um, of course, I'm, 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 I'm my brain's not working. Who's the keyboard player that played with Guns N' Roses on Use Your Illusion? Uh, Dizzy Reed? No, no. Teddy Zigzag. Oh, Teddy Zigzag, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he hosts the um the jam nights uh the last Thursday of every month there. Yeah, I, I he's a great guy. I He's been the, on talking about. Yeah, he's been yeah. on talking about. I had the chance to hang with him when uh, he was doing Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp and he he's just a, a really really cool dude and uh he's friends with like everybody out in LA cuz you know, I know he's He's played on Gilby Clark's record, Slash's record, like a, a lot of cool stuff. So, yeah, go, see, that's a great bunch of people for you to be hanging with, uh, Eric, because, you know, who knows? Maybe you'll team up with some of those dudes, you well, know, to put gonna, a musical project was, together. There was, point, there was one point where none of us had lessons um, for an hour, and the dudes were out jamming. There's also a main stage. That's where they have the Thursday performances that uh, Teddy hosts. And... You know, Chet was on drums, and Bobby was on bass, and uh, at the time, a guy named Gene was playing keyboard, and I just picked up my axe, and we just started improv jamming, and it was it was awesome, man. It was like a lot of fun, you know? Very, very um, cool. Cool. Real cool, real cool cats out there. So, teaching-wise, been doing a, a Megadeth tribute, and this is all just for fun, you know? Um, and now you guys are doing the whole Rust in Peace album from start to finish? Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, I saw an ad on Craigslist, and they were looking for a Dave Mustang uh, to do the, the, the guitar playing parts. And I was like, hell yeah. You know, I've never taken the time to sit down and learn. Megadeth's been one of my favorite bands since I was a kid. But I never took the time to sit down and actually learn their tunes from start to finish. I might have learned a riff here and there, you know? And right. um, I was super excited about it and we've been doing that and we played I don't know four or five shows at this point we gotta take a month because a singer's from Australia and he's going back for the holidays and then he'll be back in January it's kind of interesting because he was actually a soap opera star out in um, Australia and then but he, he you know been pursuing music and he was like it was really cool you know the chicks and the money was great but it it had a bad effect on his reputation in the music world, you know. Yeah, wow. there was a there was a famous rocker who Rick was Springfield a, was. A, well, no, there oh. was another like metal dude. Uh, I can't remember really? his name. Yeah, he was on a soap opera. Yeah, in the U.S. Yeah, I wow. can't remember his name, but it'll come to me. Like, like old, like a, no, a, like nineties. I can't remember, like Funk wow. Monkey or something. They were called. I can't remember, but I'll, it'll come to me. Yeah. <laughs> but interesting stuff. Um, now, and you also did a recent uh, reunion show with uh, Overloaded, one of our the actually the band that turned us on to to you. Um, was that back in Detroit? I'm assuming. Yeah, that was back in Detroit. And it was over Labor Day weekend. I was visiting my folks, and I kind of. You know, I was talking to the guys, like, would you like to do a reunion show? And they're all for it, you know. They're still jamming together. And, um, yes, we did a show at our old stomping grounds, the Token Lounge on the west side. And it was a great turnout. We got a couple, some um, videos of it and put it up on YouTube. So anyone, you know, wants to check it out. Uh, cool. It's a lot of fun. Hopefully we'll do that in the future, you know, just get together once, twice a year when the, the timing works out and everyone's in the same same city. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's great that you guys are still all friends and stuff, you know, and you could do that kind of a thing. Yeah, we're great friends. I still talk with Zoe and Chris like every week. Great. I talking with Chris today. Yeah, and it yeah. sounds like you're having a great time out in LA too. 
Yeah, just life in general is fucking awesome out here, you know? Um, cool. Just, you know, I'm, I'm right in Hollywood. You know, I went to a metal show last night. It's in the space. They got this, these rock Mondays. These, some porn actresses are doing some promotional thing, and then there was, like, three killer metal bands. Cool. Um, one called Huntress and the other Gypsy Hawk, and three dollar Colt forty five Tall Boys. And <laughs> hey, I went to this place called Jerry's Famous Deli. Do you know where that is? Oh man, I've never been there. No, it, I haven't heard of it. It's like right on the border of Beverly Hills and West Hollywood. But uh, I, I, Ace Frehley told me it's like a, a big name place out there. I, I went there twice. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, I've spent a lot of time on the Strip. You know, Shotgun, that's the indie rock band that I've been jamming with. Um, we're doing a show at the Cat Club this Thursday. You know, it's going to be a first club show. It's a lot of fun, you know, obviously hitting. There's all the spots, the Viper Room, Key Club, Rainbow, Roxy, Whiskey. Cool. All there, you know. And it's just like a, it's just a bus ride. That's been kind of new for me. You know, coming from Detroit, you never take any public transportation. You just walk down to Sunset and Wilcox and take the two down to the Sunset Strip, you know. Cool. Hey, uh, back to Megadeth. Um, how hard is Hangar 18? Is that something maybe uh, maybe somewhat m- mediocre guitar uh, player could learn like myself? Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's one of the most challenging things. Like right in the... Because I, I keep listening to it. I keep listening to it over and over again. I'm think, and I'm like thinking, you know, I think maybe this is one Megadeth song I could actually play. Not including the solo. I'm talking just the rhythm parts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you could do it. You know, the, the most challenging stuff I'm finding, because, um, you know, we got the Rust and Peace stuff down, and we're just talking about doing some other songs for fun. Um, and Wake Up Dead, oh, my God, I started learning that song. And I was, you know, just writing down the riffs. And I think... I'm like two thirds through the song at this point, and I'm up to like riff H or I J K. Wow! So many riffs and 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 it's so it's pretty damn challenging. Megadeth is it's a great it's a great thing. I really recommend anybody um, to pursue challenging themselves and learning Megadeth tunes because it's one thing to play like Iron Maiden and Metallica songs, but Megadeth it takes it to a whole new level um, musicianship wise. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. No doubt about well, it. Well, Eric, we wish you the best of luck, and we want you to stay in touch uh, with us. We hope that you uh, end up back in some sort of metal project soon. Uh, I mean, besides the the tribute stuff that you're doing for Megadeth right yeah, now. Yeah, that's but, just for fun, you know. Yeah, we we. Last, but 2011, I'm definitely gonna. You know, I'm I'm always scanning and, and meeting new people, and uh, my goal is to be in a another original metal project in 2011. So. Well, let's hope so, because you've been in uh, two bands that we thought were just great, White Wizard and Overloaded, and we can't hear, we can't wait to hear what you're up to next. Uh, we're gonna let you go, but we're gonna uh, get into some Overloaded right now. How about President's Day? Yeah. Killer, man. Great song. And uh, before you go, can we get a Talking Metal ID from you, your name, and you're listening to Talking Metal? Yeah, you ready? You bet. Hey, this is Eric Kluber, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Cool. Thanks, Eric. Eric, thanks a lot, man. Talk to you soon. All right. See you, Mark. See you, John. This is President's Day.
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.